Hello and welcome to another Win Daily Show. My name is Michael Raziel and I am pleased to announce that we're going to be talking some hockey today. Hockey is back. We have two of our resident hockey writers. Rich, how you doing today, man? Not bad. Yourself? I'm doing great. It's a good day to be alive. Alan, how are you? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. Hockey's back, as you can tell. Alan might be from Canada. There's something about Win Daily and Canadians. I don't know. It's working for us, so we're going to roll with it, but... I'm not, I thought it was a little interesting when we first started here. So um, let's just roll right into it, boys. So we have the NHL coming back. We have this weird and wacky. I mean, essentially all they did, and I'm so grateful for this, they just gave us an extra round of the playoffs, in my opinion. We have these 24 teams, those top eight in each, or the top four seeds in each conference. They're going to be playing just a seeding round, and then everyone below that is actually going to be playing essentially a play-in. Uh, it's a five-game series between all eight of those teams, so that's essentially just our extra round of playoffs, so I'm very, very excited for that. And it all starts up on Saturday, and we are all very excited. So, uh, Alan, let's kick it to you. Uh, who are some of the games? That, well, actually, pause that for a second. <laughs> How the hell does NHL DFS work? Because I have no. Oh boy, that is yeah, that is a very a complicated question. But uh, okay. definitely, definitely, we can answer that. So uh, it works a little bit differently for DraftKings and FanDuel. For FanDuel, you get two centers, four wingers, two defensemen, and a goalie, and uh, you get, I believe, it is fifty-five thousand dollars in salary, and then each player is attributed a uh, price value and then it just works like any other form of dfs where you have to mix and match in order to fit your squad in and um for DraftKings, it's similar uh the difference is the point scheme changed dramatically this year they added uh different point bonuses so if your player gets a hat trick they get a bonus if your player gets more than five shots they get a bonus if they get more than five block shots it's a bonus so they completely changed the scoring system i i made an article early in the year which kind of clarified all of it but uh, yeah, there was a lot to take in. It's a lot different from last year. Uh, for them, it's a similar build, except one of the wingers turned into a utility player. So you can pick up another center. I think you can pick up another D as well. It's, uh, it's again, it's uh, similar because the players become a little bit cheaper and your salary is $50,000. So going into Saturday, there's going to be five games. And I think uh, the most important thing to recognize is that it's a little bit too far removed from the regular season that was shortened. So a lot of the momentum that usually plays a factor in determining uh, which players are hot coming into games is now it, it's like starting from scratch from a new season because a lot of these players, uh, they didn't even really have rinks to go into. A lot of them were like legally not allowed to go play hockey. So all that momentum that was built up is now gone. And also a lot of players who were injured, like had long term injuries are now back. So I know, uh, obviously, St. Louis, I think they got Vladimir Tarasenko back. I know Toronto got uh, Ilya Mikheyev back. So it's just like integral core guys who were thought to be completely done for the season are now back. And guys that were laboring with injuries, because usually when you get into the playoffs, mm -hmm. you have guys who are like uh, like nursing injuries. Now, none of that. It's all gone. Everyone's fully healthy or should be fully healthy and is ready to go. And uh, also nobody's playing at home except for Toronto and Edmonton. So a lot of uh, like, it's a, it's really foreign to a lot of guys. So that also has to be taken into account. Nobody really has home ice advantage. So even though you might see, Oh, Montreal, Boston, Boston's the home team. Nobody's the home team. Doesn't There's matter. no fans. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it is fun. I mean, I, that's one of my favorite parts about hockey is like whenever one of these series end, like the Eastern conference or Western conference finals, it's like, Oh yeah, these five dudes need to have their entire lower bodies repaired because he was just skating with like three broken ankles somehow. So that's always fun uh, for whatever reason, hockey players, they're just, 
they're just built differently, man. I respect the hell out of them. So let's let's talk a little bit about, as you said, like that that is going to be something, right? That I feel like hockey is going to be the sport, in my opinion, at least outside of college football, that is going to absolutely be um, changed the most with no fans because you can feel it through the TV. Again, if you don't watch regular season hockey, that's fine. I don't watch that much regular season hockey anyway. Playoff hockey is another beast. It is by far the best. If you can get into game seven, double overtime, I'm sweating bullets sitting in my bed at 1130 night watching that game. So I'm still going to be very excited. It's just unfortunately not going to quite be the same. I'm going to watch as much as I can, though, starting this Saturday. So, Alan, let's talk about it. That first game, we have the Rangers. um, So you have to say good things because I don't think my girlfriend's watching, but she'd be a little angry if you said bad things about the Rangers. So Yeah, um, I don't think I'm going to say many many bad things about the Rangers, to be honest here. They uh, look like... I got you. Lundqvist (laughs) is old, and he's not good anymore. There. I don't think think he's going to play. I think uh, Shostorkin's going to play, and if that is the case, I think he's he's the only goalie that really stood out to me. One of the most annoying things about the Saturday slate is that there's not even really a good goalie uh the only other one that really caught my eye was um hellebuck so uh yeah shistorkin though he is a rookie coming into the season uh on Fanduel, he's still extremely cheap sub eight thousand, which is amazing for a goalie of his caliber so uh for my gpps at least he's going to be at the top of my list uh that is if he plays um carolina they're they're more of a dark horse they're a, they're a really weird team to kind bunch of, of jerks they are a bunch of jerks. That is their nickname. So uh, you never really know how they're going to play. And they're, one of the things is they don't really have a lot of top, top talent guys. Like they have Sebastian Ajo and Teo Viterovainen, but those aren't guys that are like your Connor McDavid's, your Austin Matthews. They're not going to like be the headlines of an all-star game. They're really, really good players and they're going to make the all-star team, but they're not going to be your guys that are going to be like in the Hall of Fame, let's say. Mm-hmm. So what's special about them is their depth their depth goes really, really far down. And it is crazy how they get all these young kids who have so much potential and they're able to fit right into the system and they can do really, really well. And even their older players like Justin Williams, lots of potential. Justin Williams ended off the season really, really well, actually. So if you're looking for those value plays, there was one in particular when I was doing my research. His name's uh, uh, Geeky. He did really well in his first two games in the NHL. And then uh, Justin Williams also did well in his last four. So these are two guys, obviously the momentum doesn't really matter as much, but these are guys who are doing well in the season. And Geeky, I think he had a really good season in the AHL as well. So uh, he could be one of those sneaky guys for you in a GPP if you need that separation. I don't think many people are, like his picture is not even on Fanduel. So it's these off radar guys that are going to end up, end up paying off for you guys. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that, that's what we need, especially when we're getting to those bigger tournaments, we're going to have to make sure that we're doing a lot more uh, than just playing chalk. Obviously cash games are a little different. You want to build some bankroll, but come on, man, it's the first day hockey's back. Play a little, Absolutely. play a little, right? So uh, who, what exactly. are, what are some of the other games that you're paying attention to on the slate? We have Blackhawks, Oilers, Panthers, Islanders, Rich, sorry, guess we'll, we'll mm-hmm. let Rich talk a little bit about the Islanders, I guess. Absolutely. Canadians, we'll Penguins, Jets, Jets, Flames. Is there another <laughs> game on here? I was actually nodding with uh, Chicago Edmonton. I was I was going to say the same thing. So funnily enough, uh, Chicago, their defensive depth is not really that great. And uh, their goalkeeping or goaltending, sorry, is even worse. Um, their starting goaltender is um, Corey Crawford, who had COVID, even though he had a good exhibition game. Uh, you could question the um, intensity of those games. And also, uh, if he doesn't end up playing, you're stuck with Malcolm Subban and uh, Colin Delia. That sounds like the worst goalie tandem in the NHL this season. So uh, considering how hot Edmonton is, they had the top two scorers in the league in Connor McDavid and uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Um, 
cash games, I would go all in, uh, just take take the hit, take Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Those guys are nasty on the power play. Um, even in the exhibition game, I, I think Connor McDavid had two shots and two goals. You just see the way this guy works with the puck. It's just a different beast. He's a different animal. And um, I, I really like the way they play and their power play is like nearly unstoppable in my opinion. So I would definitely look to those two guys in a cash game format. And uh, they obviously pair really well with some wingers as well. So if you need a, a cheaper winger to go with them because they are pretty expensive, I would look at like a Kyler Yamamoto or a Tyler Ennis. And uh, for defense, I'd probably go Darnell Nurse. Love it. Yeah, Chicago, um, they were the last team let in, if I'm not mistaken, and they they were terrible this year. So it's yeah. uh, we all kind of remember what Taves and Kane were like, I don't know, like six years ago. It's not quite the same anymore, guys. It's not quite the same anymore. They were incredible when, but not so much. And then at 4 o'clock, we have Panthers Islanders. Rich, do you want to talk about the Islanders? I mean, you're wearing the shirt. I mean, here's the thing with the Islanders. The Islanders are just um, rarely ever a great DFS option um, just because, you know, they really play defensive style. Um, you know, most of their goals come on the counterattack. So they sit back, they wait, they usually get, you know, half the shots their opponent does, um, you know. So I think that'll be a good game. Um, you know, I think more something, you know, to view. Than is it, although Florida can give up their fair share of goals. So, I mean, it's a better spot than usual for them, so. But, I mean, you know, when compared to Edmonton, as you're just talking about, I mean, uh, they sort of pale by comparison, that's for sure. Hammer, hammer the two hot guys in Edmonton. I think they, uh, they'll, they'll figure it out. As you said, Alan, a lot of cash game plays there. Um, Canadians penguins. We got that in prime time, eight o'clock NBC. It's awesome. Also that all of these games are just on NBC or NBCSN. I think that's going to be so perfect. Uh, Canadians penguins. Uh, I know a lot of people are probably going to try and shove a lot of penguins in because of the penguins. So yeah. how, how do you, is that, is that a cash game play? Or are you, are you fading them real hard in GPPs? What, what are we doing here? So, I'm actually looking more towards uh, Pittsburgh's second line. So one of the core depth player, or sorry, the core players that I was talking about where people were getting guys back from injury is Jake Gensel. Jake Gensel went down with an injury. I believe it was a shoulder injury midway through the season. Now he's fully healthy. So he's going back into the fold, but uh, trying to squeeze him in with Sidney Crosby is just, it's not going to work for me, especially when there are uh, more expensive guys on the slate who actually fit better. Um, but if you are looking to use Pittsburgh, I would strongly recommend going for Pittsburgh too, especially on FanDuel. Uh, I think uh, Brian Russ has been criminally underpriced throughout the entire season. And I don't think FanDuel's learned their lesson because I think he's around $5,000. So if you want that like middle of the road uh, priced line, uh, you're going to get Malkin, who's a little bit expensive. But Jason Zucker, I think you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck. And Russ is probably one of my favorite players on the slate. So even going for him as a one-off, I don't think is a bad idea. I love it. Good stuff. There we go. Um, I'm loving this information, Alan. This is fantastic. Last game on the slate, 1030 on the East Coast over here. We got Jets and Flames. That's cool. They let the two Canadian teams play each other. That's pretty nice. Um, Alan, you're a resident Canadian here. Talk to me about the Jets and the Flames a little bit. So this is a really good matchup. Um, I think uh, the Flames also, even though they have pretty good defensive depth with, uh, I think, Hamannick is even even pulled himself out of the season, but uh, they're going to be okay because of their really good depth. I think Giordano is really going to hold down the fort. They have Noah Hannafin, and uh, they have um, oh, who are some of their other guys? Uh, they have Rasmus Anderson. So they have some really good guys in the back end, but their goaltending is um, not great. Uh, I think that uh, Big Save Dave is turning out to uh, let a few buy him. So 
he's not necessarily a great option and, and Winnipeg is just a, is a really high scoring team and uh, their depth isn't really that fantastic either past the third line I think uh, uh, Cop is their only really good depth guy so um, looking at them all of their productions from those top two lines so if you're looking to go for cash I would go for uh, Winnipeg one because you'd get all their star players I think uh, right now it says that uh, Shifley Connor and line air on that line and then on the second line you get uh, Ehlers and um Wheeler. So I think uh, Ehlers and Wheeler, they those guys are really sneaky as well. So if you're looking for a GPP play, those guys might be the way to go. But um, if if I'm looking at that game, I would really only touch uh, Winnipeg one. Not not playing with the Flames at all. No Johnny Hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely not the top line. I was I was looking at that uh, uh, the Flames second line because uh, they also have a good production for their price. But uh, the top line's just been way too underwhelming. Uh, maybe Elias Lindholm is a one-off, but I really have not been seeing what I want to see out of Monahan or Goudreau. But uh, also. Um, from Win- uh, Winnipeg's defenseman, uh, Neil Pionk, he works well as a stack with the Winnipeg one, and he works well as a one-off as well. The guy's just, he gets a crazy amount of points. He's really, really involved in the game, and he, I think he's on the top power play, so he really gets involved in there. Love it, love it. That is some good stuff from Saturday. So a couple couple things of note, not playing the Islanders, hammer the Oilers, and the Oilies, I think, as they like to say, Chance the Rapper. Um, get the gra- Grab the uh, Rangers goaltender, and for depth, we can go to Carolina. We can also go to the Jets, and we can go to the second line of the Penguins. Did I get all that? That was pretty much everything, yep. right? That was everything. Look at me. I'm paying attention. I, I promise I don't watch that much hockey, but I pay attention because when it comes to the playoffs, I know I like to know what the heck's going on a little bit. So let's hop over. Alan, thank you very much for that. We appreciate you. Alan's going to be writing some articles for us during this restart slash playoffs uh this first week of the playoffs is going to be weird but i'm i'm 100 percent and i cannot freaking wait so moving over to sunday got another five games got uh the how the coyotes somehow again are, are and i don't get it coyotes predators flyers bruins blues avs blue jackets maple leafs maple leafs that's always makes me laugh and the wild and the canucks Talk to me. Hello, there we go. Al, oh, Alan, don't worry. I have one last question for you um, once Rich is done. But um, Rich, talk, talk to me a little bit. What are we looking at for the Sunday slate? All right, going game by game. Um, the morning game, we have the Coyotes, um, you know, facing Nashville. I guess really not on the road per se, but. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you look at these teams and, you know, Arizona maybe slightly got better offensively this year. They did add Taylor Hall. Um, you know, as far as Nashville, they probably took a step back defensively on um, the goaltending just, you know, wasn't, you know, what it was in past years. Pecorine sort of dropped off a little bit. Um, but, you know, again, like Alan said, you know, everything changes. He had some time off, everything. Um, this is sort of game I'd look to the goalies, um, you know, maybe, you know, grab, um, you know, some shares of both. Help to maybe lean. I don't know why. Good feeling almost Arizona. Um, you know, I, I just feel they, they tighten down. They played a uh, pretty good defense this year. So, but it's not a game I want to go heavy on offense for per se. Um, you know, that second game is probably going to be pretty chalky there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Boston Bruins, um, you know, the big three, that top line, if you're playing Boston, um, you know, they, they're all healthy. They're all back. And, you know, Alan had t- talked about people being healthy before, um, you know, some big teams on this site, the Bruins, um, the Avs, um, the Maple Leafs all had, you know, pretty big injury problems, you know, before, uh, you know, everything came to a halt. So, you know, everyone's back pretty much. Um, so we've seen teams, you know, at uh, full strength once they're able to get their feet behind them. 
Um, but yeah, Boston is in a pretty good position now. It's funny, uh, technically a home game for Boston. You know, Philly had those awful home road splits this year. You know, if it was really a road game, you know, I'd probably uh, lean a little bit more. Um, but it's a sort of thing, you know, you eat pasta and cash. Um, you know, I think you run the full line of GPP if you want. Um, but, uh, you know, I think Philly played uh, pretty well second half of the year. You know, I don't think they're necessarily my number one target. Um, and because that game is early, you know, as we know, in every sport, you know, the early games always get more ownership. This, but, you know, if people don't know hockey, like, well, I guess pasta's in. You know, I don't have to worry about someone getting scratched later or, you know, uh, sort of make that mistake and fall into that trap. So they're going to get a decent amount of ownership. Uh, we'll have to see pricing. They're always super expensive, too, you know, especially on DK, where you know, um, they usually don't make it for an optimal deal either. Uh, moving on from that, we have the Avs hosting uh, St. Louis. Now, again, this is another game. If this was actually in Colorado, everything, I'd lean a little bit more. Um, St. Louis, you know, I don't think they're quite the team they were last year um, when they're on that run, uh, you know, win the Stanley Cup, everything. Um, but, you know, Tarasenko is back. Um, you know, they've had a chance to regroup a little bit. Um, this should be a pretty close one. I probably lean Avs here, um, but it's not an optimal spot, that's for sure. Um, but I, I think they make for a fine, you know, option at GPP, obviously. Um, a ton of upside. I don't have to sell you on Nathan McKinnon. Um, you know, probably single best player on this slate, in my opinion. But, um, you know, I think they're really more of a GPP option here. Mm. Um, and maybe we get reduced ownership on them a little bit. But, you know, I think that is fair and to be expected. Um, moving on, probably my favorite spot here is Toronto. And with Toronto, we always have the same problem we have with Manchester City. It's, you know, how do we fit them all in? You know, you really have to pick a line and, and go in on it. But I think you could roll out either one of the top two lines. Um, you know, that second line, you know, it looks like a projected modern covers on that line. And then, you know, um, we have that traditional top line that they were rolling out, you know, most of, um, you know, March, February. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Columbus had some uh, magical moments last year during the playoffs. You know, uh, I don't think, you know, they're going to be able to capture the magic once again. This is a weaker team than last year with that bread man and uh, certain other players who, who got shipped off and got hurt. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's a magical how they beat the Lightning. But, you know, I don't think Lightning strikes twice here. And I think Toronto, which, as um, Alan pointed out, is one of the home teams, you know, one of two teams yeah. that have home ice. They should be able to um, dominate here. I wonder, do they still play the songs? Uh, I think they have to. I I like really really hope they don't play that annoying cannon for the uh goal horn for uh columbus that i i can't get that out of my head it's just the most annoying thing in the world yeah i, I mean I, I hope they do i mean at least it <laughs> some semblance but I, I figure we'll hear some whole notes you know a couple times uh you know coming up tomorrow night and there's a final game we got minnesota at vancouver on um, this game sort of a crapshoot um you know i can see either side sort of going uh, i could see it being sort of middling um, you know, players to target. I mean, Kevin Fiala was an absolute beast um, before the break. I mean, this guy, you know, just putting up career numbers. Um, so, you know, the Minnesota side, I think he'd be a top target for me. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I think the combo of Peterson-Bozer on the other side, you know, obviously up with Comers. Um, but, again, I think these games sort of goes at lower ownership. So this is something I would just add MME exposure to. Um, you know, there are a lot of decent defensemen on both sides. You could do something like that, you know, mix someone in. Um, but I mean, for cash gain, I think Toronto, you know, I want to get exposure to both those top lines. Um, I do want some minor Boston exposure, um, just to sort of head there. Um, but other than that, you know, it's really um, GPP, you know, Colorado GPP, um, you know, and most of those pick'em games, you know, sort of just 
the middle. We'll have to see pricing to see if anything pops up. You know, if someone's just an absolute bargain or something. But I just hated how these sites do it, where they wait until you know that first uh, set of games locked, and you don't get you know all the pricing until then. So we probably won't have until uh, about one o'clock Eastern or something uh, Sunday, uh, Saturday. I mean Saturday. Yeah, I mean, well, hey, that's why uh, that's why people should be hanging out with us over here at Wind Daily Sports. Hop into the Discord chat. Rich will make sure. Alan will make sure. Um, we got a couple new guys as well. Matt Rogers, Matt Vecchio, they're on the team. They love hockey just as much as uh, as as you guys. You guys like it a little more than I do. I'll be very honest there. I do enjoy it, though. I do enjoy it, and I appreciate the heck out of both of you tonight coming over, chatting a little bit about the Saturday and the Sunday slate, so we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be really weird. I think there's going to be a lot of rust, but the one thing I think is cool is nobody's hurt, right? Like Nobody should be hurt at this point, so we are getting teams full force, ready to go, haven't been able to do anything, as you said, Alan. You know, These dudes were legally not allowed to get onto an, uh, you know, a rink for a probably extended period of time. And I'm, I'm really hoping a few of them broke the law in that case, but it is definitely something. So Alan, before we go, I got to ask you, is this finally going to be the year a Canadian team wins the friggin' Stanley cup? Oh, that's an excellent question. I don't want to jinx it, but uh, this will be the first year that uh, every game in the Stanley cup finals is played uh, in Canada. Oh, I think since like the twenties, but like, um, that's a good stat. I like that. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm happy at least uh, a Stanley Cup final game will be played in Toronto this year or a, a semifinal at least. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. And uh, n- don't answer, I guess. You did it. You did a great job there. I really respect it. Yeah. And appreciate that. But um, I, I do love it. I do appreciate it. And I am very, very excited. So thank you both so much. Alan, where can everyone find you on the Internet? Uh, you can find me at uh, a fabricant on Twitter uh, on the articles. Uh, I think I'm going to be releasing one for Saturday. So stay tuned for that. Perfect. And I'll make sure to push that very hard. You can also obviously find Alan in the discord chat over here at Wind Daily Sports. Rich, where can everyone find you? On Twitter, jfan3r3. And a reminder, you know, be sure to check in Discord for our NHL content schedule because we'll be able to put up, you know, who's doing what article. We've Alan and Matt are handling articles for Saturday and I'll be doing one for Sunday. So cannot wait it's gonna be awesome i'm excited we got it all back so thank you all very very much we appreciate you listening we appreciate you watching and we appreciate you winning some money with us and we hope you make it a very profitable night (laughs) 